Hello, my name is Jerry Wise. I'm a self-expert and the director for the Center of Self-Differentiation. I work as a relationship professional and a relationship expert. And uh, I'm located in Indianapolis, Indiana, Carmel, Indiana on the north side. And this video is entitled The ACOA Marriage or the Adult Child of Alcoholic Marriage, Surviving and Thriving. I've had a number of people that I've worked with who have asked me to do more videos on the ACOA marriage. And by the way, I'll use ACOA and ACA interchangeable. In some parts of the country, they use ACA, in other parts they use ACOA, but they both mean the same thing. Adults who have grown up with one or more alcoholic parent. It also can, can uh, include the grandparents of alcoholics. There's a great book called Grandparents of Alcoholics. <clears throat> and they also uh, suffer some of the same symptoms as adult children of alcoholics. I'm fortunate enough to be here at the Como Metropolitan Hotel in Miami South Beach. It's a wonderful place and I thought this would be a great place to do a video and you can see behind me the ocean. It's quite beautiful. If I move out of the way you might be able to see the blue ocean. It's a little uh, it's a little hard to see I think at times because of the way the camera uh, works and it might be a little uh, bright uh, so it's hard to see the ocean back there. But it's quite beautiful and quite nice down here. Um, I want to talk about the marital dynamics of those who are married to an ACOA and those ACOAs who are in a marriage and the struggles that they experience um, in their marriages that can uh, or can relate back to ACOA issues and how they impact the marriage. And again, I've had a number of people ask for more and more videos on these subjects because they're struggling and they're not sure what to do and they've been helped by understanding their dynamics better, also healing some of those dynamics so they can have a happy and fulfilled marriage. Uh, my background includes working in the area of chemical dependency, families of alcoholics and addicts, uh, marriage and family therapy, uh, those types of areas and so I bring all of that information to my videos and to my work with clients. For many people who are in an ACOA marriage or have a marriage with an ACOA person in it, they experience them as being tumultuous, a kind of up and down, mercurial, you know the temperature rises and falls within the marriage and they're not sure how to even that out or stabilize their marriage or their relationship. Often these marriages can be described as when it's good, it's really good. When it's great, it's really great. When it's bad, it's really bad. And when it's bad, it's very painful and very difficult to endure. The ACOA tries to create his or her alcoholic home dynamics in their marriages and in their family life, and they do it unconsciously. It's certainly not purposeful. No ACOA uh, 
wants to have that type of life. It's just what's the norm. It's the water they swim in as a fish. And it's the water they swam in when they were growing up with an alcoholic parent. Um, it is very difficult for ACOA marriages to stay calm, homeostatic, meaning kind of even and stable, or balanced. That's a real struggle for marriages that involve ACOAs. Often I find there are many times where uh, two ACOAs will hook up with one another and become married and get married and then they have those struggles in their marriage as well. But it can be problematic even if there's only one ACOA in the family. Often the ACOA is experienced by their spouse as hypervigilant or on guard often. The ACOA marriage can experience lots of tension. Often these uh, there's instability, as I said, unpredictability in the marriage. Uh, for example, everything is fine, and then wham, uh, nothing is fine. They feel okay one minute, then they feel unloved, stressed, often worried, fearful, and maybe angry or uh, irritable. And they're not sure why. So they have to find a way to explain it and many times they will either blame their spouse blame their circumstances but they're not sure why they experience these types of changes or this up and downness in the marriage but I want you to think for a moment just just think what it might be like to grow up in an alcoholic home or grow up with an alcoholic parent never knowing what tomorrow is going to be never knowing if you're loved or not loved never knowing if you're accepted or not accepted. Many times there have been abuse. Many times there's been uncertainty, chaos. Right is wrong. Up is down. Don't talk. Don't think. Don't feel. Those are the rules of the alcoholic home. And many times the ACA will bring that to their marriage as well. Don't talk. Don't feel. Don't think. And then what happens when we don't talk, don't feel, don't think, we end up reacting and being reactive. And so reactivity is a very common trait for ACA marriages. The ACOA experienced all of this growing up in their alcoholic home, and then they project this onto their marriage unconsciously, certainly not purposefully, but unconsciously they project this onto their marriage and are not even sure why. The ACA has, have, often have a hard time relaxing, trusting, allowing the universe or the relationship to just be. Um, that's very difficult. On the surface, the marriage for the ACA may be non-chaotic or non-chaos on the surface, but underlying is this reality of chaos within you can imagine how chaotic it would be emotionally to grow up in an alcoholic home where you never knew what was going to happen you never knew if somebody was going to be happy or unhappy you never knew if you walked out of your bedroom uh, dad was going to be drunk mad upset whether he was just going to be asleep whether he was going to be gone uh, whether mom would be worrying about the alcoholic would be demanding that you act in a certain way so the alcoholic would not be upset 
so this is a common uh, experience for the ACOA, and they bring that into their marriage as well. Even if they are not married to an alcoholic, they still bring all of those dynamic forces that are often still within them and not healed, unrecovered, unhealed inside, and then we live them out uh, in the marriage, and they live them out within the marriage. Oftentimes, the ACA relates out of a pseudo-self. Certainly, adult children of alcoholics have a hard time knowing themselves or knowing who they are. Again, we tend to be just more reactive. Um, they don't know who they are. They have not grown up with a solid sense of self. And they live it out as a reactive self, as this is what others want self, why can't I get my needs met self, the enmeshed self, a needy self, hurt and wounded self, uh, and often shame-based self. And all of that is a pseudo-self. It's not a real self, it's what we've developed and live out of because we don't have a self. So that's how we live. Abused or children of alcoholics are deprived of the experience of separateness growing up. They must sacrifice uh, self to stay connected to their family of origin, to their parents, to others. And this is that enmeshment journey that they have. And again, growing up in a dysfunctional family, we don't have a sense of a separate self. I'm just the function of this dysfunctional family. That's all I am. I don't know what I want, what my needs are, uh, how I feel, uh, what I believe. We're, our self is just so nebulous. And so we develop these, this pseudo-self. And we bring that to the marriage. And it becomes very difficult for ourselves as an ACA and for the spouse who we love and a spouse that we have married. There may be a constant struggle for control within the marriage. And again, like growing up, there's always a sense of trying to get control over someone or something. Um, the, in an alcoholic home, control is a big issue. Who's going to be in charge? Who's in control? And often the child of an alcoholic had very little control over anything. And so they felt out of control. So then we spend the rest of our lives trying to gain control and a sense of control. Um, they may experience their marriage as all or nothing. Uh, you love me 100%, now you love me 0%. And it's all or nothing. There's not a 50% for the ACOA. It's a 1 or 10 and it's hard to have gray areas in between. Yesterday, I really felt you loved me. Today, I don't think you love me absolutely at all. But that's much like growing up in an alcoholic home where we also felt either dad was, and I'll use dad as an example, could be mom, could be aunt, could be caregiver, anybody who was alcoholic. But that alcoholic was maybe not drinking and, um, well, in fact, let me reverse it. The alcoholic is drinking, and so now they're happy, they're this wonderful, relaxed dad, they want to spend time with you, and then when they don't drink, they're mad, they're irritable, uh, nothing makes them happy, then they get drunk, 
and get a buzz and now everybody's happy people they're more relaxed uh, they love you as a daughter or as a son and then it reverses and it just keeps flipping back and forth and back and forth and that's what the child experiences as normal ACOAs have a difficult time in marriages with experiencing primary feelings, excuse me, secondary feelings, but not so much primary feelings. Because again, we're supposed to not think, not feel, not, uh, not feel, not think, and not talk. Right. And so the secondary feelings are feelings such as uh, anger, guilt, helplessness, uh, we, we can experience those a lot easier. Feelings that are more difficult to share and the vulnerable ones which are underneath those feelings are tiredness, shame, sadness, fear, hurt. Those are much more difficult for the ACOA to experience and to express. ACOA marriages often cause both that zero to 100% problem in terms of responsibility. Uh, the ACOA or the spouse may take over responsibility, well, it's all my fault. And then they may take zero responsibility, it's none of my fault, it's all your fault. And we always go back and forth between the zero and 100% within marriages. These are just some of the few traits that characterize the adult child and alcoholic marriage. ACAs are wonderful people and can be wonderful, great people. They are just wounded and broken inside because they grew up wounded and broken. ACOAs often pay way too high a price for relationships and they pay way too high an emotional price for those relationships because it's very difficult to be in a relationship as an ACOA or as a partner of an ACOA. Let me share some things and ways in which we can thrive if we have an ACOA marriage. First, for the ACOA, begin to read, view videos on ACOA issues. Uh, we, there's some 30 plus million ACOAs in the United States. That's not worldwide. Worldwide, there would be many, many millions more. And so there, it's a very common problem and syndrome. Read, view videos, uh, deal with your denial about being an ACOA, that your alcoholism did in fact affect you, your family of origin dynamics did in fact pick, uh, uh, affect your personality, it did impact your life and your wounded and struggle as a result of it. If we come out of denial, we can begin to heal that. And I have people coming out of denial all the time who communicate and talk with me and contact me about, oh, I, I didn't know there were such problems growing up in an alcoholic home. I hadn't heard about that. Many people don't hear about it. They also can be in therapy for years and the therapist or the counselor never even bring up ACOA issues, ever, throughout the entire time. And that's unfortunate, but very common occurrence. Seek coaching, counseling, or therapy from an ACOA issues perspective. Seek a family system self-specialist. Um, 
again, there are many therapists who are in denial about their own ACOA issues and how the alcoholism they grew up with affected them. And there are many who just don't believe it even exists, which is very sad. But again, I think it's a part of that denial. I would encourage the ACA to attend meetings in your area. There are ACOA and ACA meetings all over the country, all over the world. Um, and you can attend those and gain support and help from those who understand and have experienced similar type of childhoods. Learn about your false or pseudo-self and begin to develop a real self. Educate your partner or your spouse about ACOA issues. Uh, get marital or uh, help from a professional who, who accepts and understands ACOA issues. I would read Janet Wojtitz's book, uh, books on ACOA issues or ACOA relationship issues. If you want to contact me, my email is on the video. It's jwlearning at hotmail.com. And you can contact me. I'll send you a reading list for you to, to check out and some other resources as well. Get treatment for any depression or addictions you may have. It's common for adult children of alcoholics to experience clinical depression and or have addictions themselves from their addicted home that they grew up in. Marriage healing begins with self-healing. Learn to relate to yourself in a positive, healthy, and loving way, and all of this will transfer to your marriage. If I love me, then I can receive love and give love. If I don't love me, then I will also then I will often reject love and not experience love from a partner. Focus on abandonment issues, which I think is very important. Deal with fear of intimacy or allergy, as I call allergy to intimacy. I have a good video on the allergy to intimacy. I've got about 125 or so videos on YouTube. You can check those out and maybe you can understand more about ACOA issues. Well, what about the partners of those who of adult children of alcoholics? And again, these partners are wonderful people. And they found exciting people that they love in the ACOA, but they struggle with a marriage and having kind of a stabilized marriage. They also struggle with their own internal reactions to their spouse. I encourage them to educate themselves about ACOA issues. Uh, I had one man that we've been doing work together for a, a number of months, if not a couple of years, and then at about a year and a half, he then got it and understood how his marriage operated and how his wife functioned. This helped him so much to change the dynamics in his own marriage. Learn what it's like to grow up in an alcoholic home. The more you know, the more you'll understand your spouse and the more you'll understand your own marriage and how it works in your own marriage. Discover your own woundedness which attracted you to the ACOA. Not only were there great things that attracted you to the ACA, but there was also some woundedness that attracted you to the brokenness. Unearth and discover that, uh, that archaeological, emotional uh, material and begin to heal that for yourself. Become a healthy, safe partner for an adult child of an alcoholic. 
In other words, work at non-enmeshment, work at understanding and non-blaming, work at being neutral but loving spouse, work on your reactivity. Many times I find the ACA spouses uh, become just in a, in a uh, reactive way, reactive to the ACA, uh, and that's, that forms a cycle of reaction between both spouses. Uh, you also, I encourage them to discover and unearth ways in which they may be like their spouse's alcoholic parent, because often they have been attracted to you for those reasons. For example, if the alcoholic in the spouse's family was controlling, black and white, judgmental, check and see as you, as a spouse, how controlling or black and white or judgmental you might be. Those are going to be triggers for your spouse. There are also character defects in you, psychological defects or woundedness, that can be healed, that can help the marriage. Use love and not power to bring about change in the marriage. And again, we tend to want to use power in relationships rather than love and self-differentiation. Uh, power doesn't work very well in relationships. Love and self-differentiation does. Reaffirm your love and acceptance of your ACA spouse and respect for your partner when it's not expected. Oftentimes on an anniversary, we may go all out, here's the flowers, let's go out to eat, I love you honey, all those kinds of things. That's when the ACOA kind of expects you to do that and they'll build up an allergic wall to almost keep that love and acceptance out. And so if we can offer love, acceptance, understanding, and respect in a surprise way, that also can pierce, that can pierce the uh, defenses that the ACOA has. And so I encourage spouses to work on this and to attempt this. Expect ACA reactions from your ACA partner. Do not expect them to be just normal. It doesn't mean they're not good people or great people. What it means is they have a woundedness and a struggle. And if we expect them to act and be normal, we're going to become much more intolerant, non-accepting, and reactive of them. It would be no different than if I understand my spouse has clinical depression. If I just decide I don't believe in clinical depression and yet my spouse is clinically depressed, how many problems do you think that's going to cause in our marriage for me to be in denial about that? <clears throat> I'm going to expect them to act normal, appropriate, happy, not have any struggles, and I'm going to be upset when they don't because I don't accept what's real, which they may have clinical depression. If I understand that, we can work the relationship far better and far easier and keep it from being such a roller coaster for us. It may be difficult to find an ACOA expert in your area. Uh, many therapists are in denial about ACA issues and even their own ACOA childhood. 
Today we have the opportunity of Skype and FaceTime and online help. Um, and we can get that help from experts, which is, I think, a wonderful thing that we have these days. And whether you are in Miami, where I am fortunate enough to be today, or Los Angeles, or the Midwest, Canada, um, Dubai, Australia, or the United Kingdom, you can talk with an ACA expert and you can get help for your marriage and to help your marriage survive and thrive as a happy, as a happy couple. If you'd like to contact me, my contact information is on the screen. You can call me or email me. I'd be happy to talk with you and work with you. If you'd like resources, send me your email and I'll respond to you. I want to thank you for watching today and I hope you have a great day.